You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Yes, let the reckless speculation season continue here on this bonus episode today of Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment, where we just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. Why are you guys so hard on this team? Because the Lions are about to go to the Super Bowl. The Packers just got to the divisional round, okay? like Time to go, Vikings. Let's stop being content with nine win or not even nine wins, middle of purgatory, first round, getting beat by the Giants at home. I don't know how you can watch these playoffs and not be sort of fired up about the complacency the last five or six years at TCO Performance Center. That's one of my biggest takeaways, I guess. I, sh- I probably should have said that on the, the last episode we just did. But how do you watch these games and think, yeah, let's just run it back again and right. see what happens. Let's let's pump another $80 million into the same quarterback and let's, let's bring Harrison Smith back at $20 million. Like, ugh. I think it's very fair to have um, real questions when 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 you watch the best of the best in January. It's fair to have questions about the Vikings roster construction ideas. Like, and I do think they care. I do think they're trying. It's not like like the organization itself in lots of ways is run well, but there's also some glaring flaws that I'm not sure that they totally get. And so when you see that and how these teams, the top teams, are constructed. And I'm talking beyond QB. I'm talking just the construction. Like, that's where I, I say, do the Vikings take this, watch this and take notes, or do they think we're pretty close here? Because I got news for you. When I watch these playoff games, these real playoff games, uh, there's a lot of work to be done here. Like, this is why it's a really good time. If you're going to take a step back for the greater good, I'm all for that. If you understand what you're doing. And that's where I think it's fair to question them. Well, part of the path forward is adding good players to your roster and having a better 53-man roster. And the Vikings, even though their cap situation is kind of, it's still kind of jacked up because they have, as of right now, $50 million in dead cap tied up in Kirk Cousins, Daniil Hunter, and I'm missing somebody in there. But there's, they've got like 20% of their team salary cap projected for next year tied up in players that aren't under contract. So, but it's, it's a better cap situation than it was a year ago, two years ago, when they were over the cap going into the offseason. So they've got some breathing room. And over the next couple months, so we're like we're seven weeks away from the NFL league year, maybe even less than that. We're like six and a half weeks away from the NFL league year starting, which means free agency opens up. So we're going to hit you. I'll do the first one here today. Of uh, We're going to hit you with some lists of free agents that might make sense for the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Judd, you can do the next five. Then Declan, you can do five, and we'll... We'll keep pumping these out every couple of weeks. So this is the first dive into five free agents that could make sense for the Vikings today. Presented in part by our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Like having a great, if you're talking about a free agent pickup, okay, if you're a business owner 
looking for the best insurance company to partner with to sign on to a multi-year contract. Federated is just that. Their corporate culture is grounded in equity, integrity, teamwork, and respect. And these four cornerstones create the foundation that supports all of their interactions and decision-making. As a business owner, you want that peace of mind, knowing that a company with 100-plus years of experience is providing that guiding hand. Go to federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business, to protect yours. Are you ready for a list? Let's do it. Okay, a speculative list. Let's start with uh, number one here. Defensive tackle Justin Matabuike, Baltimore Ravens, 26 years old. He's a former third-round pick. So from the interior last year, Matabuike had 64 pressures and 14 sacks. And remember last week, I think it was Thursday, Brett Coleman had the, the, the tweet, the nugget, the statistic that showed the Vikings had, by a mile, the worst interior pass rush win rate in the league. They just they had to manufacture pressures last year through blitzing and scheme. If you had a guy like Justin Matabuike, much like when they had Kevin Williams back in the day, and John Randall was a great interior pass rusher, right? I'm not putting him on the Hall of Fame level, but Matabuike is the best interior pass rusher on the free agent market. He could play alongside Harrison Smith. He would essentially jump into the Jonathan Bullard position, but do it much better. And here's the contract. Four years, PF, this is PFS projection. Uh, four years, $92 million, so $23 million a year. And uh, about three of those years are guaranteed. So $60 million in total guarantees. So that would be that would be your biggest signing in free agency. I don't know that you would sign him and bring Daniel Hunter back. You could you could make it work financially. But what are your thoughts on Justin Matabuike or the idea of a ferocious interior pass rusher? Well, I love the idea, but I think he's going to get paid more than the projection because a guy like this is going to be a... a hot commodity, and I'm sure that the Ravens will try to keep him as well. But I love the position. Like, yes. Now, now you could also draft a guy in the first round. He wouldn't step in and be the presence that this guy would immediately be. Uh, but I, I think, as we talked about on our first episode of PD today, there is a case to be made that that 11th pick very easily could go towards um, this position. Uh, I I think ultimately because of the demand on the market for players like this, though, that projection will probably be exceeded because of the competition. And I think that comes to the question of where are you as a franchise right now? And do you want to go out? This feels like 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 a, a splash signing that would be if you felt like, OK, there's just a few pieces left, like this guy's going to turn us around completely. So I love it. He's He's pretty young, though. He's 26. But I'm saying as far as the price goes, as far as the cap hits go, things like that. No, he's really good. He's really, really good, which is why I think he gets paid huge. Um, but I think it becomes, it, if I'm the Vikings and I'm constructing something and I decide that I'm going to use the 11th pick on a defensive tackle, I, with which is five years of team control, I think I probably go that route. But this fe- this feels like a move that the Vikings have made previously. I just don't know if the timing is right right now. Well, they, I mean, they haven't made, I mean, they've, what, they got Linball Joseph 10 years ago, and that was a great signing for them. Uh, Dalvin Tomlinson definitely fit in need as well. And then Harrison Phillips was solid, but certainly, again, probably third in that pecking order in terms Pierce. of. In, Michael, oh, Michael Pierce. Pierce. Michael Pierce. Pierce. Michael He's Pierce. Back there now, I think. So they've, they've dealt in this well, but I think Matabuike would be, I mean, that would be a huge signing. That would, that would be uh, um, not just money wise, but that would honestly help fill out a, a good chunk of this defensive line that is completely unknown 
And I think resource-wise, cap-wise, I mean, you're probably better off, like Judd said, drafting the one, having him cheaper for four or five years instead of spending it all on Matabuike. But, I mean, plug-and-play, it would it would make a lot of sense, but you wouldn't have much other cap probably to play with too much. And, like, to, to Judd's point about, are you in a position where this is one of your big pieces to push you forward? I think if you're not, then I'm questioning giving Justin Jefferson 35 million versus trading him for two first round picks. I Fair mean, discussion. Like, if you decide, you know what, we're, we're just fully honest assessment. We're just like at least a couple years away and we'd rather not handcuff our cap with Matt Abuike into his age 28 season. Um, okay. Then you should trade Justin Jefferson and just get, get really bad for a year. But I don't, I don't think they're there. I mean, they've got a left tackle. They got a right tackle. They've got some pieces on defense, especially if Hunter comes back. So I, I would be looking to fix this problem either with my number 11 pick mm-hmm. or with the, the biggest chunk of my cap space. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, number two here. In no particular order. Just throwing yeah. some names out here. That's great. Just a little reckless speculation among uh, three friends. Yeah. On a Monday. Reckless On a Monday. We're not even near Thursday. The, the lifestyle is just <laughs> it's spilling over to other days of the week randomly now. Well, it's like, uh, you know, Sunday night football, NBC's Sunday night football, when those games are on a different day, they still call yeah. it You're Sunday right. night football. It's like yep. it's Sunday night football on a Friday. Ah. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> on a Sunday afternoon. It's not yeah. even night. On a Tuesday. We're on brunch time. The lights aren't even on. <laughs> okay. Uh, the Vikings outside of Daniil Hunter, who, again, is a free agent, have zero organic pass rushers on their team. They don't have anyone... Outside yeah. of Flores dialing up schemes, like they don't have anyone that can just get after a quarterback. Bryce Huff, edge rusher from the New York Jets, is the next guy on my list here. 26 years old. He is a true pass rush specialist. He's not good in the run game. So you have to be, he's kind of a, a limited snaps guy in some way. Third down guy? I think not just third down guy, but like you'd probably be careful putting him out there in some situations where you're getting sure. hammered in the running game. He was undrafted in 2020, uh, but last year he wound up with 60 pressures and eight sacks in his limited pass rush specialist role. He had a top 10 pass rush grade among all edge rushers, according to PFF. But unlike some of the other guys in that top 10 who can be on the field all the time, like Aiden Hutchinson and Max Crosby and Daniel Hunter, uh, he's really bad in the running game. But if you're really good at getting after opposing quarterbacks, you can make, as PFF projects, Three years, $40 million, so $13.3 million a year and $28 million total guaranteed. So you'd be guaranteeing basically two years of that $13.3 million contract. So not he wouldn't be the, the perfect player here, but you might be able to get a really, really important commodity for a pretty reasonable price. So Hunter leaves your, your, your SOL in a sense, and instead of trying to replace him with a really high-priced guy, you say, because I mean, th- this is not a bad contract. Or, or do you draft? You draft defensive tackle. You draft, uh, you know, one of the the Texas kid or the Illinois kid, Jerzon Newton, with your eleventh pick. Yep. And so now you've got that into your pass rush for cheap. You bring Hunter back, and then you get Hunter a pass rushing partner in crime on the other side in free agency. And That's you draft intriguing. A, draft too. a quarterback high in the second round, late in the first round, trade up. Hmm? That's very intriguing. Like, and and again, that gives Flores. Like if if you do that now you're probably get getting closer and closer to to your personnel quality matching what he can do, like because it's not 
you know, you can't ask Flores and say, hey, dude, can you just be a miracle worker every season, right? So, yeah, I could definitely see that. Draft a defensive tackle, sign this guy, bring back Daniil, probably ideally like on a three-year contract, and he's going to break the bank probably, but this does not. So I think from a plausibility standpoint, this one actually makes sense. Now, the I do believe the Jets under Robert Sala run more of like a, a 4-3 base, so this might be a bit of a transition to whatever you would call this Flores defense. It's not quite a 3-4, but pin it's, your ears it's back different. Is what we call it. <laughs> pin your ears back and rush that quarterback. But it worked for Hunter. I mean, Daniel Hunter was a, was a hand-in-the-ground 4-3 guy, right? For a long time. Yeah, he only so. played 42% of snaps for the Jets last year, but when he was on the field, he got home a ton, which is exactly what they need. This also, and we'll probably talk about this in coming episodes and in future episodes on, on Purple Daily on Draft, but what is the Vikings' plan with Andre Carter II, who was, you know, this kind of rare find out of Army, was mostly shell, yeah. mostly just kind of this developmental prospect. If he takes a big leap, and I'm sure Judd will have his field glasses on him uh, for OTAs and minicamp and all that stuff, because he might be this crazy dime in the rough, but I mean, you might get super creative with guys like Bryce Huff or Andre Carter II figuring out ways to uh, to get after the quarterback. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. Because it was it him, right now. him and Ivan Payton. Yeah, Judd has the for the audio audience. Yeah, Judd sorry. has the binoculars right yep, now. Yep, I've got them out. They're always ready. Because they, it was Andre Carter and Ivan Pace yeah. were the big mm-hmm. like featured undrafted free. They gave chunks of money to those guys. So he was, um, I think, part of the problem there was he he was not in great shape. Carter was so evidently the training that you do uh, for his service is not the same as football. Right. And so he was considered a little bit doughy for football purposes and things. But that that does mean that if he spends, you know, the spring and summer doing what he should do in the weight room, and there's probably no reason to believe that he won't, that it could pay off. So to me, it's a flyer still like you don't don't know for sure. But I'm I'm intrigued by paying what looks to be a pretty fair price for a guy that can, as we love to say in football, get home consistently. Yeah, I do have three more names, but you know, since you give me this opening here, maybe Andre Carter needs a little Livia in his life. Maybe the, I don't know. Just if he's looking it. to get in the best shape of his life, maybe yep. he could use a helping hand. If in fact, look at Sports Dad right there. Thanks to my friends at. Livia Weight Control Centers, that's a couple of years ago. They helped me drop full 40 pounds. And if Andre Carter were to call me right now, he were to say, you know what? I need some Sports consultation. Dad. Our trainer, our our athletic trainer just got fired. Who should I call? Kevin yeah. O'Connell. And he's like, call the Sports Dad. Sports Dad knows a lot of stuff about kicking, about weight, weight loss. I would tell him, Andre, you've called the perfect place. And I know you're a pro athlete, but, you, you know, you signed a, a UDFA deal. So you're probably trying to save, which is awesome. How about this? Andre, the first three months are free. Livia, the first three months are free. And let me tell you about their brand new medical weight loss option. This could be a life and game changer for a lot of folks because it helps to suppress many of the cravings that make weight loss so difficult. Andre, have I got the program for you? Now go to livea.com 
or call them at 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com, changing lives from athletes to who knows. If you want to lose the weight, Livia is going to help you. And since we're talking about living a healthy lifestyle here to start 2024, let's talk about AG1, which has become a major staple for my day throughout the week. Uh, I recently changed from, it used to be for me, a, a scoop in the morning mixed with my water. And now I do it more like along with lunch, kind of middle of the day to just give you that boost. So AG1 is like nutritional insurance to give you that boost. It's a foundational nutritional supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management, immune support. So I discovered AG1 six or seven years ago, and it has just been, you know, if you're, unless you're Tom Brady and you're just eating like super clean all the time and you can just rest your head on the pillow and say, yep, I got all the nutrients the old fashioned way. I need some help. I need some help getting those 75 high quality ingredients that give me the important daily nutrients. If you would like to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3, K2, and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Travel packs are super clutch. I'm pretty much all travel packs now. Uh, go to drinkag1.com slash purpledaily. That's drinkag1.com slash purpledaily. Uh, had a listener send a picture to us of their AG1 packs and their starter kit. And uh, if you have the same experience, let us know how it goes. Declan as well is jumping on board too. So hit us up if you've tried AG1 because we'd love to hear about your experience. Um, let's get to the rest of the list here. Let's go to the trenches here. Offensive line. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. It's time, guys. It's time to stop messing around, especially if you're going to bring Kirk Cousins back. But even if you're not, if you, if you draft a quarterback or let's say yeah. you – Let's say Cousins walks and goes to Atlanta, and now you're on, like, bridge quarterback and rookie quarterback, and it's, like, ancient Ryan Tannehill or whoever else. You're going to want a reliable interior offensive line. And for years and years, the Vikings have kind of skimped, right? They did draft Ed Ingram with a second rounder, and technically Ezra Cleveland was converted as a second rounder from tackle. But maybe this is the year where they go and splash around for, say, a Kevin Dotson, 28-year-old from the Rams. Steelers for three years, then Rams last year. So I'm going to read you this write-up from PFF. Kevin Dotson, who, by the way, it was the second-highest-graded guard in the entire NFL last year out of 80 qualified guards. So you're getting, a, you're getting a dude here. Dotson was traded from the Steelers to the Rams last offseason, and what first appeared like an odd fit should have instead been a signal that Sean McVay was reinventing his offense to much success in 2023. McVeigh pivoted from a wide zone rushing attack mm. football mm. to so a heavy gap scheme. And Dotson has been a picture perfect fit. He was always a strong pass protector, which carried over as well. And he was very effective in the new run blocking scheme. Well, I can't think of a better team in the NFL than the Minnesota Vikings to overhaul whatever the hell they've been trying to do running the football the last football. two years. Yep. With Kevin Dotson as the reliable, let's say, left guard in this situation. So he's played both, by the way. But I, I think, uh, and the, yeah, the, just, here, the stick, yeah. the, here's the price. Yeah, you're Four right. years, $69 million. So $17.2 million a year. He'd instantly be one of the top paid guards, if not the top paid guard in the NFL. $41 million guaranteed. But you're not drafting guards high. Free agency is where you you can overspend and just get that peace of mind on a badass left guard. 
I so of all three choices thus far of like things I I would do, and all of these guys, you know, would clearly be great fits because they're very good players. This is the one I've been politicking for the longest. And I, you know, I think Phil, I think we have been going back to the radio show. I think we go back four years with this of saying, because there's always a guard. There's always a guard or two that are really just studs to want to kick your ass in the trenches and then kick your ass again. Um, I love this one. Yes. uh, Dalton Reisner is a free agent. He was okay. Like he's okay. Cleveland was okay. Um, Ingram's a second round pick. So I don't, and and he's going to continue if we like it or not to get a chance. In my opinion, I love this left guard, ass kicker, stabilizer of the entire line. Imagine him by uh, Christian Derisaw at left guard. Now you got two just guys that want to beat you up. Yeah, this is my favorite so far of all your three. Really? Defensive tackle. Over the head of Wike. Well, I think you can draft a guy. Okay. I think you can draft a guy at – I think it's it's more plausible to try and draft a guy at 11. If you're going to get a quarterback, trade back in, okay? Um the defense or the pass rushing idea I like, but again, this is a third down guy. So his snap count is not going to be huge and he's going to be, he's, he has a particular set of skills and he will find you and kill you, but only on third down. Um, Dex, I love this one. I'm going guard right now. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't shock me if they want to beef up this line somehow. And look, it was a much better spot. I think last year too, than it has been in a long time, but at the same time, you got to protect your quarterbacks and you also just, you need depth, as Royce says. Like one of these guys is going to get hurt. You are not going to get all through all the regular season with seventeen games from your five. If you can, that's awesome for you. But it's not going to happen. You're going to miss time with some with some offensive lineman injuries. So I think just having enough bullets in the chamber, essentially, with offensive guards and linemen, yeah, take a chance in here. I I would be on board for signing a guard this summer or this like, yeah this summer. Yeah, this spring summer. spring summer. I mean, in a perfect world. You would be you would be getting through the draft your your main football roster nutrients right. You'd be getting your quarterbacks, your edges, your corners, your defensive tackles because if you can hit on those premium positions in the draft, and now you get those guys for four or five years cheap, that's great. And then in free agency, okay, my roster still needs some fixing here, so let's not mess around. Let's not for guards for safeties for centers even just go pay for it. These like, you know that Kevin Dotson is really good. And then I'll give you another one here too. I'm going to, I'm going to go back to back guards. So number four on my list. Okay. Okay. Football. Robert hunt, 28 years old dolphins last year. Mm-hmm. He is one of the top overall guards in the NFL the last couple of years. So he was, this is from pro football focus. He was the sixth rated guard out of 80 last year. And then 12th out of 77 in 2022. Now, he's been a right guard for the Dolphins, but I think with these guys, they they can be pretty interchangeable for the most part. It's not like moving a center out to tackle or something. PFF projects four years, $70 million, so also $17.5 million a year for so pretty much the same price tag with $42 million guaranteed. Uh, He is equally good at run blocking and pass protection, according to PFF. Robert Hunt from Miami. Yeah, Dotson or Hunt. I love this. I absolutely love this. Why? Because one, one, this helps to address your run game, which is a mess. And you're right. I mean, I I think one of the biggest stories um, that should unfold is training camp 
draws closer is going to be, what have you done? Like, what have you done to a run game? Because the one thing that we've seen is you can't not have one. Like, it's not plausible to be like, well, we throw the ball really well, and that's what we do. You have to have a run game. A guard who wants to beat you up gives you at least a really good opportunity to have a, a run game. The And your your defensive tackle would address this as well. But the other thing a guard does is it very much helps with your toughness. Mm-hmm. It very much. I mean, that's the thing. The cliche is you you build with the lines because that's where you get tough. Like you have good players, but they have to be tough. Guards are traditionally they just breathe fire, man. They just want to they want to get at it. Um, and I'm biased. Football. I'm biased because in my days, which you guys might recall, lead Vikings beat writer for the Star Tribune. You guys that's might right. recall that and Phil d- did the same thing. We covered Steve Hutchinson. Yeah, and and the mark that he left, seeing him on a daily basis, and he could be scary. I mean, that guy was snarly. He could be great too, but I mean, that guy was snarly. Um, but the impression that that left on me of this guy sets a tone, like he set a tone, and that was we are going to be tough. Yeah, I love this. Who's setting that tone in right. the Vikings locker room? And on Dotson, the line, who Hunt. sets it right now? Who sets it right now? Who who Brian do you O'Neal, look at? Probably. Yeah. probably Brian O'Neill. But I mean, he's starting. Christian Derrissaw's getting there. He's he's still pretty young, but he's he's gonna. I feel like the interior guys, though. I feel like they're meaner. Who's the boonie? Probably... Who's the out? yeah? Yeah, who's the boonie? <laughs> like who breathes fire? And then I'll I'll give you one more here. It's a running back. I think I know what Judd's answer is going to be, but. This is the fifth guy on my list today. And you can you can include a running back or not on your list of five in a week or two. But I'm oh, I including a running back. Don't worry about that. Tony Pollard. Oh. Okay. Tw- 27 years old, Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Now, I think I think we learned that he wasn't a train wreck last year, but I think we learned he should not be a featured running back that's getting 300-plus touches in a year. Yeah. So he needs to be part of a rotation of some kind. And most running backs are kind of that way. It's like if, As soon as you get over, like, 300 touches, you start mm-hmm. to – Derrick Henry, different story. But the problem was Pollard went from being like a 150 to 200 touch guy to being a 300 touch guy last year. Mm-hmm. And his yards per touch went from like six yards per touch the previous two years down to 4.3 last year. He excels on third down. Bring him in. Here's the, here's the projection. Three years, $24 million, so $8 million a year, $15 million guaranteed. But you'd have Ty Chandler and Tony Pollard as a reliable sort of one-two punch and a guy that you know can excel and play on third down. Now, Alex Madison's still under contract. That's okay. I, it's a sunk cost. I'm just kind of moving him off as my third running back. What's the price tag again on Pollard that you It'd said? It'd be $8 million a year with basically two years guaranteed. Oh, I, Age 27. I sign up for this. I, I would sign you. up for this. It's not a long-term deal. It's not oh, $14 right. million. It's It's not absurd. Right. So is Chandler your... your... One and Pollard's like your one point five. Uh, no, they're both they're both going to get about one hundred fifty touches. I don't hate it. Um, it wouldn't be my first choice, but I do think that the run game has to be addressed. And, and I mean that starts at the very top. So yes, they're they're. Uh, if I recall right, in the game that Dallas just absolutely uh, routed the Vikings here two years ago, now Tony Pollard had a huge game. Mm-hmm. And he does have, there are attributes to his game that I think the Vikings completely lack right now. Now, O'Connell would, would have to use those as well. 
And I feel like there have been times where he doesn't um, he doesn't do things that you think that he would do from a play calling standpoint. But this does intrigue me. Like they did, they need to address this. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like a player like this would start to make life simpler on Jefferson, Addison as well. So I guess I would have to look long and hard at the cost. But I don't hate where your idea is coming from at all. Yeah, yeah, I think no, it'd be not, great. It doesn't. Doesn't break it's not the huge. Bank. No, and, and two years, all. two years, eight million. Like that's, yeah. I'd sign up for that. That's not huge. Time. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I think as long as you can kind of go like year to year or maybe two years with running backs, it's mm-hmm. these big four or five year oh, where yeah. you're guaranteeing three years, you know. And, but this is the type of thing that if you can afford it. Now, there's, I think you address some of these other trenches positions first before you would go and splurge on a running back, right? Yeah, th- this would be like uh, just a, a quick trip, like sandwich or something right like like this wouldn't be dinner this would be like a snack but you could i mean you, you could go get dinner if you wanted to but that's well, a read for a different show yeah, no but i'm saying that's a guard yeah, yeah, quick I, this, this sounds like a six-pack of glazers to me with tony pollard and ty chandler this sounds great <laughs> well that's not bad that's not bad actually i like that declan oh you love the glazers and you're so skinny it yeah. really really pisses me off sometimes he loses weight when he eats six of yep. those it's just ridiculous yep. he loses so. weight when he has the flu yeah. there's the list there's the that's list, good list. I like your list. Um, I, I know. So we initially were going to debut a new segment on this episode of Purple Daily, but I think we should. I think we should gather the requisite sound bites before we do that. So let's. Okay. We're going to debut the hard count tomorrow on Purple Daily. But I got to go get some sound bites. For that. I'll handle that today, Dex. I'm. Okay. I got a couple things in my phone. Blue eighty, white eighty, blue forty-two. Balls, yeah, gonna... balls, balls. We're looking for a place to put non-Vikings football and other discussions. And so we have created a new space for that starting this week on Purple Daily. So we'll uh, we'll debut that tomorrow. But, yeah, hit us up in the YouTube comment section. Who are some free agents? The, so Pro Football Focus just put out their top 150 free agents list. Let us know, are there any positions or players you would say the Vikings have to come away with this guy or that guy? Or you're going to... You're going to burn your Vikings gear in a barrel. <laughs> Stream it live on social media. Hit us up wow. in the YouTube comment section. Um, and also a five-star rating and a positive review uh, on Apple goes a long way, too, of just spreading the word about this show and helping us climb the rankings and whatnot. So thank you guys for making this one of the most listened-to football podcasts in America. bunch of crazy Vikings fans. We'll see you guys tomorrow.